Welcome to the Darknet Summary. In the latest episode, we'll take a look at the emergence of Biden Cash, a new carding site offering valuable stolen credit card numbers and personally identifiable information of millions of people. Following the rise of new carding sites allows us to see how the admins of such sites aim to boost their notoriety and build up credibility among cybercriminals. Although carding sites have been around for roughly two decades, it is valuable to keep track of such services for various reasons. Firstly, companies and institutions need to be aware of specific online threat actors. Secondly, researching carding sites proves how the professionalization of fraud is a very real occurrence, with cybercriminals running mouth-watering marketing campaigns to entice any would-be fraudsters looking to buy stolen details. Any company involved in risk management must keep their thumbs on the pulse of the cybercriminal underworld to understand how they operate in order to build effective countermeasures. Here to explain more about the rise of Biden Cash is Netone's intelligence specialist, Michal Barbash. Biden Cash has been around since April 2022. However, it took very tentative first steps in order to keep below the radar as its infrastructure was not yet prepared for large-scale interest. Fast forward to June and it was clear that notoriety was growing. They embarked on a marketing offensive to build up their credo and gain more loyal customers, a common step for carding sites. Not only do they offer stolen credit card details for as little as 15 cents, but on June 16th they released a free CSV file that contains stolen name, addresses, telephone numbers, emails and credit card numbers. All this information was probably stolen by using web skimmers on online shops when customers were making a payment. Michal, can you tell us more about what the free CSV file contained and just how much damage was done? Although the CSV file contained 8 million lines of information, researchers from Italian cybersecurity company D3 Labs discovered that there were only 6,600 credit cards listed, 1,300 of which were new and valid, mostly Visa cards from the US. What is interesting is that the CSV file contained 3 million unique email addresses that can be used by fraudsters to perform social engineering scams such as sending phishing emails to the users found in the file. As for the damage, it's quite difficult to tell so far as it may be possible some people are not yet aware they have been targeted. But what is significant is the means the stolen information was obtained, via e-commerce stores with ineffective security systems in place. Another significant detail is that 81% of the stolen personally identifiable information originates in the US. Michal, what advice can you give to average internet users who make online payments? How can they beat the fraudsters? It should be standard practice for everyday credit card users. In fact, all online users making payment and transactions to check their bank statements and spot any suspicious activity. Keeping all software up to date on devices used is also essential, such as operating systems, antivirus software, etc. Advice specific to making online payments can also be to consider the use of single-use virtual cards that are deleted automatically after making one payment. A more general and practical method for anyone with any online account is to activate multi-factor authentication and enable notifications for all payments and transactions, all of which together can stop fraudsters before they can succeed in their illegal actions. In short, vigilance about online security is essential. Thank you, Michal. Fascinating as always.
Despite the very real consequences posed by carding sites, it is essential to follow their development in order to understand how they operate and who they aim to target. If you are concerned about e-commerce stores and their security setups, we encourage you to reach out to them and inquire whether or not they have an advanced anti-fraud system in place. Putting pressure on companies to improve their security will benefit everyone, including the companies and their online reputation, without which they can be tarnished to becoming notorious for having poor security measures in place to protect their customers. Failure to do so can result in huge financial losses for both you and the company. That's the end of the Darknet Summary. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and tune in next month for the latest episode of the Darknet Summary. Our Netone Fraud Prevention blog also contains a wealth of expert analysis on the dark web and anti-fraud issues in general, so feel free to check those out. If you wish to contact us regarding anything you've heard in this podcast or have general suggestions for us, we'd be delighted to hear from you. Send us an email to contact at netone.com. <laughs>